Welcome to Soulful, the podcast. I'm your host, Layla Steed, psychic medium healer and mentor for women that are ready to embrace their soul-aligned life. This is a powerful destination for women that are seeking that irresistible invitation to lead a more meaningful, purposeful and self-ignited life. This is a free conscious education tool if you are seeking greater self-connection and that familiar frequency of that feminine connection, then you are in the right place. I thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hello, Renee. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me this afternoon. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. (laughs) Oh, great. Yes. Okay. I can hear you now. It just started off a bit crackly. How are you? Beautiful. I'm great. I'm great. Everyone's been very excited for this episode. So I'm so happy to have you on board and for you to give you give your time so, you know, valuably to me today. Because I just think that obviously you're in the middle of something pretty intense. So for those of you that don't know, Renee, um, her Instagram name is Inner Key. And you're currently on day, what day are you on? Um, I think I'm on day. I kind of days to be honest uh, <laughs> keep track let me just double check I'm pretty sure it's day 73 uh, yep day 73 okay there we go yeah yeah so day 73 of the master fast protocol that's correct yes so a master fast system um, which is yep. essentially uh there's different levels of that particular fasting system but I'm um, actually doing level seven which is the complete liquid fast well, just on liquids only, no foods. Wow. And so many people have been really intrigued by this. I put up a little, before we did the episode, like, does anyone want to come through with some questions? And I was bombarded. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a few. Now, first of all, people wanted to know, like, what made you start the fasting? Uh, Look, there's, there's there's a few different reasons. Uh, I did actually define a why as to you know why I'm fasting yeah and it's been a it's been something that's happened over oh years years of me just searching for answers on how to just find that thing I always just questioned why people get sick and why uh, people age differently and prematurely and uh, it just never really sat right with me and I've never, well, I should say it's not that I have, but especially over the last um, decade and a bit, uh, really disconnected from the mainstream narrative in terms of mm-hmm. what allopathy is and what medicine and looks like, for example. And, and that's just based off some experiences that I had uh, with the health industry personally and mm-hmm. my own health and actually getting quite sick. Uh, and then just feeling quite let down by mainstream medicine. And so I, yeah. I just started on this quest of how do I heal myself? And uh, am I my own healer? You know, this, these were the questions that I was asking myself. So it's it's just been a journey of of self-discovery and trying to find the right answers. Mm. And, and that's what led me to fasting. I, I have experimented with fasting quite a bit over the years it's not something that I've just jumped into uh into this long liquid fast uh you know I've I've previously done anywhere between well regularly between three to seven days fasting. yeah 
Yeah. Uh, and I had done a longer juice fast when I was a lot younger and that was about 16 days. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's something that I've, I've, I've experimented with and I knew that there was just something to it and within me. I just had this knowing of I need to explore this more and I need to take it deeper. And, mm. and then I, um, I actually I watched a story of this, this man who I've, um, I've come to know through this journey. Um, his name's Andy and, and he had done this particular fasting protocol for 109 days and completely uh, healed himself of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. He also had like severe depression and anxiety from memory yeah. and, and just completely transformed his life. So I, I saw that and I just went, this is it. This is, this is <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> and yeah, so the, the why to define it a little bit more for you is I, I really wanted to have this, for me, sovereignty is is really important to me and that's like liberation of my mind body and spirit and mm -hmm. the the physicality of our experience here is is the body right and and how does our body connect with our mind and spirit and it's it's all so closely interconnected and 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 people can think okay i'm going to go and get an energy healing or something like that and it's it's just focusing on a, an energetic level correct not yeah. really focusing on the physical element of us and and essentially like this vessel that we're in is is what's carrying us for this this human experience right so mm -hmm. for me it's it was just so fundamentally important to to heal my body on this physical level and then that would then also facilitate like a deeper level of healing on that spiritual and, and mental level as well uh, so yeah, health sovereignty in a nutshell, but it was also about, you know, reaching my highest potential in this human experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to completely transform my lifestyle. I didn't want to just change it because there is, in, in my mind, there's a, there's a big difference between change and transformation, you know, because you can change little things in your life, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to transform it. Uh, mm, yeah. And, and then another element, <laughs> which I know that might resonate a lot with you and also maybe some of your followers but uh especially over the last few years what we've experienced with um exactly yeah the pandemic and uh <laughs> just the level of uh uh what's the word mind games I'm trying to say this without swearing but <laughs> yes yeah mind games that they put us through over the uh the last few years and and using our health and our bodily autonomy against us especially you know we see narratives playing out with um with food shortages and and all of this stuff and mm -hmm. uh you know I really wanted to fortify myself against that uh more so it was just one less control method that they, they had over me so that that's yeah. pretty much it in a nutshell. What is that really? Not just a pretty big explanation, of, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's it really. That's my my very of my why. <laughs> yes, yeah, amazing. And I think that it, you know, I've tried fasting over the years here and there, and for me, like the mental game is so, like you must have some serious mental stability right now to be able to just keep going, you know? Because I think for me, like. I smell food or I smell Evers food as I'm preparing it and I get so hungry and then that's it. I cave and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's very much a mental game. You do have to pull 
your mind into it. And it is very much one of those mind over matter things. Uh, and what I found is it's de it definitely helps experimenting and um, mm -hmm. building up your level of willpower with these shorter fasts. And I think that's what I was somewhat preparing myself for unconsciously over the years. I didn't really know what was coming, but it was like I just knew that I had to just do these fasts uh, every once yeah. in a while. And uh, and I did feel like I was having some some small wins with it, but I just never really got the what I was really seeking. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think practicing definitely practicing with those smaller fast helps. It just, it just makes you realize that you can start at a certain point and then you can progress further. Uh, you know, I think um, I was, I was initially experimenting with uh, well, actually funnily enough, I, the first fast that I actually did was the 16 day juice fast. And I just dove straight into that and, there was a reason I'd had some um, health issues and mm -hmm. I, I just intuitively just went, that's it. This is what I need to do. And I was quite young and I actually am quite shocked that I actually pulled it off. I think I was <laughs> in my early, early twenties because I, I just look back at how unconsciously aware of things I was back then. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, somehow I pulled it off, but I, I did all the, the wrong things. I broke the fast wrong and I actually got quite sick from eating the wrong foods afterwards. And yeah, uh, wow. So that was a, a learning experience that stuck with me throughout these years. And, and then, you know, uh, as time got on, I just really just pushed it a little bit more and more and would and just really do more regular fasts and, and just get up to that seven day mark quite regularly instead of just doing one big fast and really just pushing myself. And, um, yeah. and then, yeah, but the first for me, this particular fast, it was, uh, I just, I don't know. I just knew something. I actually started the fast, not using this particular protocol. And I didn't even really have any set plans. Like in my mind, I was just thinking, I'm just going to do like another seven day fast, which is like yeah. my standard. And I didn't really have any um, expectations. I just thought this is, this is what's happening. And, you know, and then I watched Andy's story and I'm like, that's it. Boom. I'm in. <laughs> and, um, and so I switched, I think it was day, I think it was day seven actually that I, I did the raw juice fast and I, I made this switch onto the master fast system. And, um, and I'd already just in my mind fortified uh, myself against the cravings and what may come to a certain extent. And I think it was from day one of starting just liquid fasting, not particularly on the master fast system, but just day one, I think it was yeah. maybe two to three weeks that I had some pretty intense moments with food cravings. Um, well, no, yeah. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't unachievable. Like I did get through it and I was still, I was still working. I'm actually a Pilates instructor and I was still teaching classes and, and doing my day-to-day -day life. So I managed to get through this, but I also did not start the fast correctly with everything that I needed. So that was another mm -hmm. learning um, which could have made my journey a little bit nicer at the start. And in terms of that, I mean, I didn't have the, the enema kit, which definitely helps reduce those detox symptoms. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was about two to three weeks. And then after that, I kind of just settled into it. And I know when I heard Andy's story that he had mentioned something similar, that it was around the two week mark that he stopped feeling those really intense hunger cravings. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I experienced also. And it's not to say that I, I still 
don't have them now from time to time, but it's a very different experience with food cravings now than what mm-hmm. I had to, uh, previously, whereas I would get these really deep food cravings that would come from my stomach and it was almost like this pang of I need to eat something. And and now it's more of just a, it's like a, a mind or a thought that pops into my head and and it's like, oh, food. And then it's almost like a feeling of nostalgia for it, but not so much <laughs> a craving. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's, yeah, it's quite interesting for that, to observe that progression for me, you know, just an inner observation mm. along my journey. And, um, but yeah, it's funny because I know that we've, we've touched on this before about the food cravings and preparing food uh, yes. for people yes. or being around food. And I, I'm actually okay with preparing food now. So um, there's actually a, a couple of little boys that I um, look after sometimes and um, I've, I've been preparing food for them. And surprisingly enough, I've been completely fine with it. It's, it's like a, it's almost like this weird um, ritual that I go through of, uh, oh, this is food that I used to eat. And it's food that I probably will never eat again because and I have a, a deeper understanding of what foods have damaged my system. Mm. It, it, it's almost like a, I don't even really want to eat this food anymore. So that's a big shift that I'm noticing within mm. myself as well. Um, it's pretty amazing. Like I know that if I was to do a fast like that, I know that my, and I have like when I've tried, I wouldn't say dieting, but when I've tried to cut out like gluten or things that I love, like McDonald's, yeah. don't, don't die, but McDonald's cheeseburgers, um, they're my little weakness that I need to have if I'm hungover or if I've had a, big week or you know these days it's very rare that I'm hungover but that's like yeah. my number one weakness food that if I smell it or I see someone else eating it I need it or if I see an ad so I think for me my whole entire world would be like cheeseburgers 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 yeah and I you know what I have a one of my friends he he did this particular system for 40 days so he jumped on the system probably about 15 days after I did um, and then he did it for about 40 days and he was having so it was interesting to watch his experience because it was quite different to mine and and he was having these uh really really intense food cravings uh where he would wake up and well he wasn't waking up but he would have these really intense dreams of just smashing a cheeseburger and um <laughs> see that would be me <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and uh but then he also tortured himself because he would come over to my place and then he would just sniff all of the food in the house I'm like what are you doing you trying to torture yourself it's like self-flagellation and then he would he would go into a store and like sniff like the roast chickens and stuff like that and I'm like this is not healthy <laughs> cracked me up but um yeah it's funny how people are you know, we all have our own individual journey, I suppose, and, and, and how we deal with it. And, and the food cravings are actually classified as a detox symptom because you, yeah, think, about, okay. uh, you think about the emotional connection we have with the food. Uh, and, and a big part of this process is that there's, there's two elements to it. What I've, what I've found is that you've got this physical experience that you're going through, but then you've also got this non-physical experience that you're all these emotions and, and you're purging all these things that are, uh, also trapped within your body and so you're coming it's, it's actually it's almost like I've actually called it the dark night of the soul on crack it's just <laughs> oh yeah it's it would just be. like 
makes you face absolutely everything because when you think that you're having a moment, like say, for example, when you uh, said you're hungover, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we usually when we're in those moments where we're a little bit depleted, it, it, it's very much like an emotional thing as well. And uh, the first thing we tend to turn to is that food to give us that comfort, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so when you don't have, when you've got all these emotional things coming up and you don't have that food to, to kind of dampen the feelings or, or, or just give you that comfort, uh, you just have to face it and you just have to suffer through it. <laughs> And, yeah, um, wow. So it's been, uh, it, it is really just a complete transformation in terms of everything, really. Um, but yeah, the food element in terms of the emotional, yeah, that's been a really big thing. And I, and I already had a, um, I already knew that there was an emotional connection with food, but you just don't really realize how deep it is until you, you actually give food up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until you remove it, you're not going to know, right? Yeah, and so yeah. many people don't do that in this lifetime. We just don't, you know. It's no, just no. second nature that from when we're born, we're fed and we eat and we feed and we eat and go to the bathroom and no one really puts a pause in that. No one really stops that and asks no. questions, which is essentially what you've done. So hats off to you because I think that's why so many people have come forward and they're like, what is she doing? What do you mean? How many days? They're so (laughs) interested. Like, and even I had girlfriends calling me like, what is she doing? Is this the fast that you were talking about? I'm like, yes. Now everyone's interested because they've seen what you look like. They've put a face to it. They've seen, I guess, like also the body changes obviously would be a big one just for women in general. I know that that's not your why at all. Um, Mm. There's so many women, which is essentially Yes, it is the wrong way to look at things. It's more of a health thing. Like, and this is, like you keep saying, like it's a lifestyle change. It's not something that you do, you know, to drop 10 kilos quickly. It's a lifestyle change. It's about health and nourishing the body and learning, you know, how to nourish the body on a cellular level, which we'll go into a little bit deeper later on. But, Mm, yeah, it's been really interesting. You know, I saw what you were doing and I was like, right, I need in on this. What is it? And I've <laughs> slowly been buying all of the things and the enemy kits and probably just sitting back a little bit in fear <laughs> as yeah. well. Um, sitting back a little bit and going, oh, I don't know, like, Observing. can I do this? Can I not do this? Like, is this something that I can do? You know, and a lot of mums obviously listen to this podcast. Like, is this something I can do as a mum when I'm preparing food, you know, three times mm. a day for a little person? You know, I'm like, yeah. is this something that I can maintain because if you don't let's just put it out there right now if you do not do this correctly and follow it correctly like you are really dicing with some serious health dangers you know you have to do it correctly yeah it's and it really depends and um I don't want to scare everyone away from it uh but if you are going to go down the path of doing the long liquid fast like the the level seven uh fast which I'm on uh yeah you do need to take it pretty seriously because your digestive system is essentially shutting down. So because mm. you're not putting anything in it. And that's that's the beauty of fasting is that it really does give your body a complete break from processing foods because digestion takes up, you know, anywhere between I think it's um I think 30% of our energy to, mm-hmm. to digest. So it, we don't really have the opportunity to get that deeper level of healing because our body is constantly processing uh, stuff in our, you know, yeah. GI tract yeah. and bowels. And so that's, that's the beauty of the liquid fast is that it really does give the body a complete break and allows it to actually just focus on 
kicking in those deeper healing mechanisms. And, and, you know, a part of the fasting protocol is also doing dry fasting, which is just that next level above that, where you don't consume liquids or foods, which I know a lot of people just find that absolutely insane, just given uh, what we're programmed to believe about health and hydration in our bodies and nutrition. Uh, Yeah, it's I've really had to just drop a lot of limiting beliefs around that and what we're programmed to believe is truth, you know. So, Mm. um, but that's that's just another element, which I won't get too much into now. But um, yeah, it's it's really just allowing that body to to step back and and heal itself. And for those who are brothers and and questioning, you know, they they are really seeking that deeper level of healing or, or have the same inner calling to do something like this that there, there yeah. is levels that you can choose that are less uh challenging than the full mm-hmm. liquid fast so and that would involve uh it's more like an intermittent fast where you have uh, so let's look at a, a seven day week and you'd have um maybe you could choose to fast liquid fast for one day uh, and then eat for six or then you can bump it up you know and fast for three days and or liquid fast for three days and then eat, have an eating day uh, for four days. And, and, and that doesn't mean you can just eat anything. Like you have to eat yes, yeah. foods that are still going to support the elimination process because essentially what we're doing in this fasting process is that we're removing obstructions within the body. And obstructions aren't, and I know a lot of people have been onto my page and they've seen the mucoid plaque. <laughs> uh, yeah. which a lot of people are quite fascinated with but that's just not the only thing that we're moving like we're, we're fully healing or cleaning the blood so pulling out obstructions from the blood our lymphatic system our gi tract it, it's pulling everything out uh and mm-hmm. and that's why the the longer fasts they they allow that healing to to continue at a deeper level because it doesn't happen overnight you know we've had a lifetime of damage and we, we can't really expect to just heal it Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 uh it's definitely a process, but there there are options for those who like I definitely want to do this, but it's just you know I'm a mother and I'm or I'm really busy. I'm working, and I just don't know if the detox symptoms will be too much for me to handle. And 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 that lower those lower level of fasts do kind of step it back a little bit, where you're still getting that elimination process of those obstructions from the body, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just not as fast and it's um it's um a little bit more manageable yeah yeah amazing because this is something that i'm looking at doing because i've had a whole host of health issues come up um definitely since i've been doing readings i've noticed obviously holding space for people and my body's just struggling a little bit under what's going on on a spiritual level and i think it's really slowed down what's going on and in the physical level which has been really interesting for me so i really need to do something to just kind of heal and nourish my body particularly my um tummy so all of my sacral feels really just clogged up and just not its usual self and so that's something that I was like I can either keep going down this track where I'm like trying to figure out and going to naturopaths and going to all these different people to try and get these answers or I can do Mm. something that I've seen work you know for those of you that don't know I've known Renee for quite some time I've seen with my own two eyes um, you know, how different she looks, the brights and whites of her eyes and, you know, how radiant she looks in, in person and 
you know, just um, a different aura about her. So it's not just some random person on Instagram that I've stumbled upon. I've actually known her before she's done this fast. And it's been, you know, when you see the changes in someone, whether it's on a spiritual level, emotional, physical, whatever it is, a lot of people start to take notice and they ask questions and they're like, well, I'm, you know, that's just human curiosity, right? But we start to go, well, I, I want to do what she's doing. You know, I want to have that radiance. I want to feel that good. And you know, it was a huge moment for me when you and I took a photo side by side at the markets the other week and you could see the difference in the inflammation in my face compared to your face. You know, it was there stark in the in the daylight. You could see that there was a lot of health issues going on within my system and yours looked beautiful and radiant, you know, because the skin and obviously the outside definitely shows where we're at physically on the inside as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the, the outer is definitely a reflection of the inner and, um, it's just tough because we're just lied to about so much in this day and age about what healthy is and how to get it, you know. Mm. Um, and for many years, I, I thought that I was healthy. I thought that I was nourishing myself with these foods that I thought were healthy. I, you know, I quit drinking. This is, this is a part of my progression. So mm-hmm. it's, um, but even up until before the fast, I was eating all of these foods that I, I truly believed were good for me and and they weren't so it's 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 a really big uh eye-opening process to go through and uh and and a couple of books that I found absolutely fascinating and I think I might have sent them to you were two books by um a man called Arnold Errett and he wrote these books a hundred years ago and wow right so this is this is not new knowledge it's, it's old knowledge about fasting. And he wrote two books. One was called The Mucusless Diet Healing System and the other one was called Rational Fasting. And I read those books. And you know how you just read something and you just know you're like, this, this is, this is. You're like, I'm onto something here. This is a yeah. golden nugget of information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the man who developed the Master Fast system, uh, he, he has used some of Arnold Eret's work as the foundation for that, for that um mm fasting system so it's very very uh empowering knowledge to read and i'd highly recommend anyone reading those books it it just blew it just blew my mind and i'm just uh it just makes sense and they're not really hard reads they're not written with scientific jargon it's it just it's common sense and i i truly believe that the truth is not hard to understand it's simple and it shouldn't be confusing because in this world where we have these leaders who make things purposefully confusing uh, and deceptive, you know, the truth should always shine a light as something that makes sense and is, is easy to understand, yeah. you know. And, and that's just something that resonates with me. Like, I don't know if that resonates with everyone. But um, and going back to what you're talking about, about, you know, feeling bloated and, yeah. and not feeling so good. And um, so Arnold Eret actually talks about, essentially the the true cause of disease is obstructions in the body or he calls it constipation and constipation doesn't necessarily mean that you're constipated like you can't go to the toilet but it'd be constipated as in like flow it's full of these obstructions and mm-hmm. um so when that happens you know that's when we start storing waste and uh and even um i know a lot of people and i still i'm like i still need to understand a little bit more about this because this is just stuff like i do not I, I, I am not like a professional 
uh, you know, trained by formal, I call it miseducation. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and a lot of the stuff that they're trained, I'm not saying that all of them are bad and all the info they have is bad, but a lot of the info that they're getting is programmed to suit a certain or the old paradigm, right, mm-hmm. which is a crumbling mm-hmm. narrative. And, you know, what I am is just an individual who decided to take responsibility for my own health and to find yeah. the best answers and methods for my own self-healing. And, you know, through that, I found this information just through my own individual research. And that's ultimately what I want to achieve is just my health sovereignty through finding the right answers. And Yeah. 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 So and that's the thing. It's like we ask us, we have to ask ourselves, are we our own best healers or do we have to go and rely on somebody else to do that for us, you know? And I think um, I'll just go a little bit deeper into that because it's something that I've discussed very briefly on Instagram because I'm like, look, I don't want to ruffle feathers. I'm not about that. But also I just want to talk about the pandemic of people that are like, I will say lazy, I will say lazy and I've been one of them for a little while. I've been like just sitting back here, not doing my thing, not focusing on my health and letting everything else get in the way. But I, there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm sick. Let me go and get a pill for that. Let me go and, you know, mm. like I'm overweight. Let me go to the doctor and get one of those pills that magically stops me from feeling hungry or is like, you know, prescription speed basically, or, you know, I'm depressed. Let me go and get a pill for that. Or I've got this issue. Let me go and get a pill for that. Or, doctor can just you know remove that organ if that if that organ's causing me pain um the doctor can just remove that for me and they don't understand that in removing these valuable organs that it's putting so much stress on the rest of the body you know for example so many people like yeah like it it blows my mind how many people are like i don't want to ask the gallbladder questions i just want to get it out it's causing me pain Mm. Um, and you know, pain is the body screaming out and, and speaking to the body saying, you know, there's something wrong here. There's something off. You're doing something wrong. You need to go and have a look at this more deeply. So yeah. for me, that is something that I'm like, why aren't people questioning this? You know, like I'm one of those people that really questions it. And I'm one of those people that are like, okay, right. You know, my body's doing this. How come? Why? But why am I feeling this way? And it shocks me how many people are so trigger happy to go I'll I'll just go and get a pill or I'll just go and get a prescription or I'll just have that organ removed whatever truth it might be for them and I'm like that is absolutely the fucking wrong way to go about health and like (laughs) it's insane it's crazy right like and I'm I'm not sitting here on a pedestal saying you know my way is the right way and you know that there's not specific reasons for you know the Western medicine that that it's not needed. I'm just saying so many people are so trigger happy to go, you know, gallbladder pain. I'm going to get my gallbladder out or you know whatever it is like tonsils or whatever. I'm just going to get them removed. Like it's causing me grief. And I'm like, they all play a role within the body. And in removing one, you're putting stress on four others. You know, mm, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I think it's. I think there's two elements to that and uh, I think there's an element of bypassing because it's just too tough for them to deal with it on their own. Um, but also that, that comes with it. I think it's just um, it's ignorance and not having the right information. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's, not, it's not being able to ask the body questions, you know. Yeah, some no, pe- Some people just don't have that. Some people just, they don't, don't have the drive. Have- yeah, they don't have the drive and they don't have the self-awareness 
Yeah. And, you know, we can't sit here and go, you know, these people are wrong and those people are bad. It's not that they're bad. A lot of people just don't have that self-education of, of themselves to go, right, I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna, like you, I'm going to take it upon myself. I'm going to try this fast, you know, and see how I go with it. I'm going to see if this actually, I'm going to do it for as long as it feels good and amazing to the system and see what I can do, you know? Mm. Mm, yeah so there's so much power in knowledge is power right and that's essentially what you've done you've gone out found your knowledge found what you're like okay this could work for me I'm gonna give it a go yeah and I think for me also it's like it's it's important for me to also just outline that I'm always questioning my own beliefs and even new knowledge that I I come across and I try not to just um stay stagnant in one way of thinking so if I if Mm. I get new knowledge and that makes more sense and I experiment with it, then I will, I will shift, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, I think it's very important to just not just lock ourselves into one belief, uh, but to, if we find something that makes sense, like experiment with it because there's, there's, it's all good to have the knowledge and know how to do things, but unless we actually use the knowledge and we put it into practice, like we're never going to know if it actually works. And um, yeah. so and that's what I'm doing and, and that's what I've really just dedicated to myself. And a big part of that is once I come off this fast, which is actually more important than the fast itself is because I'm having to reintegrate myself back into to eating and, and uh, after not eating for an extended period of time and I have to be very gentle with my system so I don't overload it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'll be doing post then is that I will actually be completely changing my what I was eating to yeah I'll I'll be pretty much following the mucusless diet healing system approach which is very similar to well the master fast protocol is is very similar to that uh and And it's very 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 drastically different to what I was eating or my lifestyle previously which I previously was a meat eater and for many years, I believed that that was the best way to nourish my body. Um, however, yeah, after yeah. these new learnings, it looks like I will be not <laughs> eating any animal products moving forward. And Wow, yeah. Uh, which is a really big one for me. I never thought that I would be going down this path, but I am. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So I've actually, I've just decided, you know what, I'm going to dedicate the the post fast uh, period of time that I have to complete and um, transition to there, and I, I'm going to give myself a good year of eating this way. And wow! Yeah, if, because that's the only way that we're going to see true results in my mind. And um, mm. and if I have these deeper levels of healing that you apparently get, then I will just stay on that lifestyle. So. Um, but you know, if I find that something's not quite there, then I'll, I'll mix it up and I'll start experimenting with other things. Yeah. Wow. But it, Amazing. But it, yeah. But at this point of time, like I really, this way is just really resonating with me and, um, yeah, on a spiritual level, on a mental level and, and obviously my body is responding really well to, to not having these things, you know? So yeah, that's pretty much it. Really, I think we just need Amazing. to be really flexible with our beliefs and 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 just not get so locked into one way of thinking. Is what I'm trying to say. Is that just yeah. 
fine knowledge experiment. Yeah, absolutely. Don't now, take everything as a dog, like as dog bites, you know what I mean? It's just a yeah, very exactly. conscious of dogma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there isn't one way to do anything and, and this is a thing like this is what I, even with my spirituality and teaching people now through my masterclass, I'm always like, don't take this as gospel. Like I want you to formulate your own way on how to connect with your spirit guides or how to, you know, what feels good within your body and the way, you know, I always am very conscious of letting people grab the information and adapt it to what works for them and their, their personality, yeah. their lifestyle. And I think that applies to, to pretty much everything in life. I do have um, a few questions. A lot of people wanted to ask what the routine for fasting is. So what are you eating during the day? Like what does a general day look like for you was a huge one as well. Right. Okay. So essentially no, no foods, but it's, um, I will have, uh, there's a, so the particular protocol that I'm following involves uh, herbal tinctures and that just basically supports the, the organs and the system as it's going through this de- detoxification and healing process. Uh, and then there's also the, there's some psyllium, a psyllium mix that I have, which is kind of like an intestinal broom to help just push things through it also uh, helps pull out, there's some other bits in there that helps pull out some toxins and it binds that and helps pass it through, which just also reduces the detox symptoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the liquid that I'm drinking, and this is one that really a lot of people struggle with, especially I actually struggle with it myself, being a, a raw juice faster for many years, is I'm actually drinking pasteurized, which means cooked grape juice. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, the reason why uh, it's cooked is apparently it actually increases the power of um, the enzymes. I think it's actually the acids in, in, the, in the grape juice. There's a particular acid. I think it's uh, tartaric acid and malic acid. And they're apparently, uh, from what I understand, to be the things that make it like a really powerful solvent for all of the waste in the, the GI tract and the colon, et cetera. Wow. And, uh, and, and within that, uh, grape juice then you know there's some other things that are put into it but um so essentially my day will look like just having my my kidney I actually have a tea as well like a herbal tea which supports the kidneys uh, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it so just essentially or just in a nutshell it'll be uh, herbal tinctures herbal teas the grape juice uh, and then also the psyllium stuff which is like the intestinal broom uh, wow. so that's pretty much it. And it's usually about two to three liters of liquid a day. Uh, and, um, throughout the day I'll also do enemas. So daily enemas, which are absolutely critical. There is no way I could have made it so far on this journey without the enemas. <laughs> there is just absolutely no way. They so what just... I, for those of them out there that doesn't know what an enema is, do you just want to go into that? Because... Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll try to put it nicely, but essentially you just wash your colon and wash your bowel. Uh, and well, it's mainly the bowel and you just get, it's like a little bag. I don't know if anyone's mm-hmm. had colonics before, but it's kind of like an at home colonic. Without, home colonic yeah. yeah, but not, uh, it's kind of different, but the same concept where you're washing that area of your bowel. Um, but the colonics can actually get a little bit deeper up into the colon because uh, it has the pressure. So wow. essentially, yeah, essentially the enema just flushes out the, the bowel region. It might go a little bit up into the colon, um, but it just helps pull out any waste that's lingering in that lower region once it starts expelling. 
and pulls it out a lot faster because what happens is that the, the waste starts expelling and it can just kind of sit in your bowel, mm-hmm. not quite ready to be expelled. And sometimes the waste is actually quite hard to expel. So mm-hmm. it just helps pull it out. The longer that stuff sits in your bowel, the, the stronger the detox symptoms you're going to feel. Uh, so I can have detox symptoms come on and go and do a whole lot of enemas and they will subside pretty fast. So it's, it's actually yeah, amazing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I absolutely love that. Now I've had a colonic and it wasn't the best experience of my life. I found it very <laughs> uncomfortable. So are these enemas, are they, I'm asking for my own curiosity because I'll be doing this, but I'm like, are they as you know, uncomfortable through the bowels as what it feels when you get a colonic or not as intense? Or No, no, not as intense. No, not at all. Right. It's, uh, okay. it's actually, it's not uncomfortable at all. Maybe the first few times it's a little bit weird while you're just getting used to it uh yeah yeah but really now it's just yeah it's nothing and you'll actually find like at the start when I started doing mine uh that it's your bowels actually get stronger throughout this process so yeah I actually struggled to keep the water in they say the master fast system says to leave it in for like minimum one to two minutes Uh, I would struggle to to keep it in that long and I'd have to go into the toilet and just let it out. But now I can actually leave it in there for, you know, five or 10 minutes and just let it really marinate in the bowel (laughs) to help pull stuff out. Uh, And, you know, I use lemon juice and bicarb soda and stuff like that in in the uh, water as well to help that wow. process. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know about all this. I need to know about mm. all this and a little, a little chat a little bit later. Yeah, um, for sure. I also, just for people, I know that people are going to be sitting there like I was when we had our chat going, what the fuck is mucoid plaque? Like, <laughs> so do you just want to explain that briefly? Cause I'm sure I'd like, and what are the dangers of keeping that in the system? Cause essentially we're all full of shit, right? Yeah. As, yeah. as we've seen through you who really eats healthy and, you know, maintains the body and does juice fasting and you're not new to this, the amount of mucoid plaque girl that I've seen coming out, I'm like, what is happening? And I, it genuinely freaks me out. Like I'm like, if that's coming out of a really healthy person, like girlfriend loves a little cheeseburger every now and again, like what is hiding <laughs> in me? You know, it's really kind of freaked me out and, and definitely inspired me to jump on the same train and be like, right, I don't know if I'm going to make it to day 73 like you are, um, but I'm willing to at least give it a go and see what comes through and how I'm feeling, you know? Mm, yeah, no, it's so mucoid plaque from what I understand is, is caused by uh, mucus forming foods essentially anything that's going to, so mucus is a natural thing that our body produces to aid digestion. Mm-hmm. However, when we have foods that cause excess mucus, that can be a problem. And, and then that mucus can then become an obstruction in the body. And from what I understand, it can actually coat the, uh, the colon and create like a bit of a hardened layer or a casing. Uh, and it's really, it's just weird because, uh, Modern medicine doesn't really acknowledge mucoid plaque. And I actually have a friend who's a plastic surgeon and medically trained. And when I started pulling all this stuff out of me, he just said to me, that stuff doesn't exist, Renee. And I said, I'm not going to say his name, but he, um, he just went up. He just said, uh, I just said, it's, it's coming out of me. So I know it's true. And um, I'm just going to leave it at that. So, but yeah, essentially from what I understand, it just coats the, the, the colon and the, the intestinal, the GI tract, and um, creates layers. 
And within those layers, things like parasites thrive and, you know, fungus yeah. and candida and, uh, you know, excess bacteria, which essentially, you know, from what I've come to understand through my learnings is that these, not particularly the parasites, uh, but in particular, maybe the fungus and bacteria, these things aren't essentially really bad, but when we have an imbalance in our system, that's when they, they get imbalanced as well and they kind of take over. Mm. So, and I can guarantee you that pretty much I would say every single person, well, not every single person, <laughs> but I would say at least a good 95% of the world is full of shit. Yeah. At least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only ones who probably aren't full of shit are the ones who are doing this high level of, fasting and have really cleaned their system and it's probably not really a great deal of people to be honest but um there's more and more from what I'm, I'm meeting along the journey but it's, it's a very small percentage of people doing this and actually cleaning their, their systems and um it's so interesting and the amount of healing that I have seen of testimonials of people that have gone through this system you know and and what they've experienced you know and some people have been very very unwell and then they've healed themselves from that illness Mm, yeah yeah absolutely there's there's uh i think on the i'm pretty sure it's one of the master fast testimonials or it might have been another testimonial that i saw regarding master fast but a, a man who from what i recall i watched this so long ago and i can't really remember the details correctly but from what i remember he was uh had a paragliding accident and had some really se serious nerve damage and i think at one point he wasn't even walking anymore and he did the master fast system and is now walking and nerves completely healed and just amazing stories of these people just getting so much deeper yeah. healing that you can even expect to get from what well, you can ever expect to get from mainstream medicine wow. so yeah it's just it's really quite amazing and i think our bodies really do have these built-in self-healing mechanisms that we just don't really allow to to kick in because we're constantly eating these things that are damaging it and it's just trying to be in damage control the whole time to put out these spot fires instead of accessing those deeper things yeah. that we need to focus on so it's really quite fascinating and then going through the process myself and, and just noticing changes within my body and in my health it's it's really quite affirming that it, it is an amazing self-healing system yeah wow it's um it's definitely really incredible you know, and, and so many people wrote in saying, you know, what an accomplishment. Um, can you actually, one Katie actually said, you know, what an accomplishment. Can you actually feel your cells realigning to what they're supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I can, it's, it's this deep inner feeling. It's just, it's quite a slow burn, but it's just uh, day by day. I just feel more sure of myself and more steady uh, and just more uh, focus. Like my mental clarity is just insane. I can't even mm. compare myself to what I was b before starting the fast and just having, um, oh, it's just, it's, it's so, it's just actually quite amazing at how clear I am and, and how much easier it is for me to retain knowledge and, and even just talk more clearly. And uh, I was having tremors in my hands prior to, to this fast and I don't know if that was related to some kind of heavy metal toxicity in my system but just even writing handwriting would I would uh, kind of be quite shaky 
Mm. And, and that's just completely gone. All of it. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, wow. It's, it's, it's been amazing to kind of watch on a little, a little bit of this journey and just see what's unfolded. And obviously you share that over on your Instagram, which I'll link in the show notes as well. Um, and then someone else said, um, what was something? I've had a parasite for four months now and it's ruining my life. Please help. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> can relate. Okay. Can relate. Yeah. All right. Um, so the parasite thing, it's, it's a tough one because the parasites are only there and I have done some posts about this, but people look at parasites like they're the enemy. And yeah, it's not ideal to have these things in our system and they're, and they're definitely feasting off our energy for sure in multiple ways. But um, they're there. They're only there because we created the environment for them to thrive in. And if the waste is in our system, which is what they love, they're always going to be there. So you can go and do 100 parasite cleanses, but unless you remove all the waste and you remove the environment or just take the environment away that they love to live in, they're always going to come back. You know, you have to remove that waste from the body or else they're just going to keep coming up, especially if you're eating foods that they, they come through. And from what I understand, uh, uh, parasites are coming through a lot of the meat products that we eat and animal products. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to continue to eat those and you're not going to remove the waste, it's just going to be an ongoing cycle of... Um, insanity of parasite insanity and and I honestly I thought that I was healthy and I mean you've seen the parasites that have been coming out of me like one was pretty much a meter long I uh, did see that and I was like oh my gosh I swear I've got one of them I know I've got one of them you know you're sitting on the couch watching and you're like oh that's in me right now <laughs> and apparently these tapeworms because that's what I believe it to be is a tapeworm they can get up to 50 feet long from what so, I've read and live up to about 25 years. So these yeah. things can be with us for half a lifetime, right? <laughs> and I've done parasite cleanses. I've done all kinds of things. And I pulled out that massive parasite out of my bowel, out of my yes. gut. And, um, you know, it's, it's there. So you could do however many parasite cleanses you want. But what we should be really focusing on is removing the environment that they thrive in. And, and that will give you, that's, that's the answer in my mind and what, yeah. what I found from my personal experience. So remove the waste, remove their home, goodbye parasites. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. And how long do you plan to go for? Like what's your goal or what's your end date? Do you have any at all? Uh, yeah. Look, I, I have a, I didn't have any firm plans for a long time. I, I just thought I'll just keep going on until it feels comfortable and the waste is removed. Um, so, you know, initially I started at just wanting to do a 10-day, well, it was, it was seven days, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll do 10, and then I jumped on the MasterPass system. I'm like, well, clearly I need to go for longer now. So I, um, I think I went to, I decided to go for 20 days. I was like, I'll just go for another, you know, 10 days or something. And um and then the waste started coming out <laughs> and I was like, well, obviously I'm not stopping now. So uh, I kept going on. Okay, well, I'll go to 40 days. And then I got to 40 days and I was like, I feel really good. I've kind of settled into it now. I feel like I'd be doing myself a disservice if I was to stop only because I still had so much waste coming out. And it's not to say that you shouldn't do a 40 day 
fast and then stop. You know, 40 days is still amazing. And, and then you can, you know, go on to the, the mucusless diet or the, the, the post-fast protocol and still have great results. Uh, but from what I'm learning, um, so w- essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for 108 days, which mm-hmm. uh, used to be the, uh, the master fasts benchmark to aim for. Um, however, they did stop recommending that because I think a lot of people were just breaking the fast incorrectly and coming off mm-hmm. these long fasts. And it is from what I'm also mentally preparing myself for a very, very emotional process. When, when you come off that fast, you start eating food again. So, um, wow. that's just another thing that I'm preparing for mentally is how I'm going to do that, how I'm going to handle that. And, um, but 108 days is, is what I'm going to shoot for. And mm-hmm. after that, I will step it back onto the, the protocol, the past post fast protocol. And then I'll mm-hmm. follow that for, you know, have a long, I need to, um, and then continue on for at least minimum a year and see how this lifestyle changes for me. But from what I'm learning also, this healing doesn't stop when the fast stops. If you're following the correct post fast protocol, the healing will continue. Mm. Uh, so it can take years to, to fully heal our systems from all the damage we've done to it. Because if you think about, I think I mentioned earlier, we've, we've got a lifetime of damage that we've put our bodies through. And I did some yeah. horrible things. I did some horrible things to my body. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, drinking. I think I've mentioned in one of my other videos, it was taking recreational drugs. And, and, you know, a lot of us have done that when we're younger. Uh, and, and then just the food. The food is by far what I've learned the most damaging thing because it's consistent and we do it all the time and we're we're programmed from birth to eat a certain way. And then we eat too much food as well. Like we're programmed to eat three times a day, which is totally unnecessary. Um, Mm, It's so so, interesting. Yeah. But I just, it's a really long way of answering that question, but 108 days. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love that. I love that. I'm so excited to see, you know, your journey and your change. I'm excited to jump on this. Now, this is the reason why I've been so, like, I'm still waiting for my kidney tea to arrive and I've bought the enemas and I've still got to go into Flannery's and do everything that you and I discussed. And it's something that I know that I just can't go back to eating like I was. So for me, this is a complete, I don't want to come off the fast and then eat you know, a cheeseburger or something that's going to reclog my system and create mm. parasites again and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm taking this really, really seriously. And, mm. and that, that's something that I think if you are listening at home and you're like, right, you know, unsold and just to, you know, just to really put it out there, Renee does not get anything financial, um, no kickbacks or anything from the Masterfast system. This is just something her really loving what she's going through, seeing the good that it's doing for her and, and wanting to share and, um, you know, I keep pushing her saying, you need to go into this line of work. And I do believe yeah. <laughs> intuitively that you will in the, in the, in, you know, in the future, obviously Pilates is incredible and, and, you know, everything that you're doing there, but I just feel like it's going to be such a big deal for you to be guiding women through this process of really coming home to themselves, you know, health wise, because it brings so many other, it's not just, you know, losing weight or getting healthy or, or resetting your system and resetting your health system. It goes mm. so far deeper than that, as I'm sure you can, you know, talk about further and probably further episodes that we're going to need to touch base on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I'll just actually say one thing, though. I, I have actually become an affiliate for Fast system. Oh, but... amazing, amazing. 
but that being said, it's it's a very extremely small percentage. It's like four point five percent of sales, which it really isn't that much. But as you know, I'm not really doing make money just yet. Maybe down the track, I will I will start doing something. But I do get like a tiny, tiny, small percentage, and it's it's really. I think somebody bought like a membership the other day, and I got like two dollars. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but that's Woo-hoo. you know, it's I what what I get more out of is um just people finding their own heal, healing modality you know, yeah. that, was, that works for them. Uh, that, that's more important to me. And I just, it just makes me happy that many people have started this journey um, off what I'm doing. And um, I, I really hope that they really do find that, that, true, that true deep healing that I'm finding. And, and that, just, that, that really just makes me happy, happy and gives me what I need at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly, exactly. And how, yeah. how beautiful to be able to, go through this essentially you know someone has to go first and I'm sure that you're not the first person to go through but for many people um you know many people that follow me on Instagram and that have come over to follow you this is probably the first time that they've seen someone not eat for this long you know this is probably a really first time for them that they've they've stumbled upon this yeah it's it's very um it's it's very out there for a lot of people and a lot of people still I think don't believe me when I tell them I haven't eaten for, you know, 70 something days. <laughs> they just, they just glaze over and I tell them and I'm like, they're like, what? And I'm like, just don't, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. You pretty little head about it. Uh, it's just not worth explaining because it's just going to, yeah. Um, and bubble. then they probably won't believe me. They'll probably think that I'm eating or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It reminds me of the, it reminds me of the sex in the city episode where Carrie's like, let's go back at two in the morning and we'll see if she's eating a cheeseburger because she was like an <laughs> art installation. It was like a lady sitting on a, a ledge with the knives as stairs. And she was like, I bet you they're plastic knives. It so reminds me of that, you know, like of course uh, you're going to get people that are doubting, but the proof is in the pudding and in how well that you are looking at literally in the pudding and the, um, you know, colon pudding or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's literally in that and it's literally in how you're showing up. And, you know, a lot of uh, people discuss that when you do these things, you actually deepen your intuition as well, you know, and that connection to self obviously would strengthen therefore deepening the intuition, which is really interesting. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. And I've definitely been feeling way more connected uh, into my, my true essence and just, you know, that was another thing that I was looking for. I really wanted to just find that deep connection with myself my, my true spiritual self as well and and this has been a, a, the most rewarding experience to date yeah wow oh well I thank you so much for your time and thank you, you for know, having really me gone. yeah I, ju- I just know that there are going to be women that are like able to hear this and get that last push over the you know, over the line to go, you know, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a big change. I'm at least going to try it, you know, and this isn't me urging you to try it. But I do think that, you know, if you have any questions, please do reach out to Renee. I'll put her information in the show notes. Please do not reach out to me. I'm not the one doing it. (laughs) I'm just as clueless as you. So I'll be forwarding everyone your way. And yeah, it's just incredible to see someone that has gone on this journey of self-healing and done it in such a way that has inspired clearly a lot of people because I've never really had so many people reach out like this in response to a guest before. So that's incredible. <laughs> <And> wow. 
yeah, feel pretty so, honoured to be honest. To, to be honest, yeah, no, it's definitely something that I think is going to help, and especially you know, women and mothers that are so depleted after they've had a baby and their system's not flourishing, and they just don't know why, and they're going to all these health professionals, and they're like, "Help me, someone save me," and they're getting a lot of dead ends. So you know, I think this will be really helpful for those women as well that are at that point in their healing or in their you know un, un, mm. being unwell in their in their illness to, to go fuck I need to do something something has to give here and I know that I'm at that point myself currently so thank you so much for also passing on your knowledge to me and being so generous with your time today no thank you again for having me and I think I just wanted to wrap up and say that one thing that I've really come to know is that we all have we all have the key within us inside ourselves to, to heal ourselves. You know what I mean? It's just accessing that mm. and, and, and finding the right tools to do it and, and just having faith that we can do it. Uh, yeah. And that's why I did call my account inner key because it's, it's just, for me, it's just unlocked that inner key for me to find all my answers to my, to be my own healer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll chat My to you pleasure. soon. I'm sure we'll come back after you've finished and see how you're going with that. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Renee. Bye. Bye. Good morning and welcome to episode eight of Soulful, the podcast. Now, today I have an incredible guest, beautiful Renee from Inner Key Healing, who hasn't eaten for 73 days. Now, many of you are going to be like, what? What is going on here, Layla? Now, this is something that I've known Renee, I want to preface this by saying I've known Renee for a long time and I have seen the physical changes in her and the you know, even the emotional changes in her. I caught up with her recently and I was like, wow, you look absolutely amazing. The whites of her eyes are brighter. The te- Her teeth are brighter. She doesn't need to wear any deodorant anymore. She, You can just see that she is that picturesque health and vitality. And it's something that I was like, right, I need to share this with the women. This is something that Number one, I need to do for myself. But number two, I need to bring it to the community of women. I need to bring it to the soulful space. And we need to talk about this. You know, I feel like this could help women that might be suffering with some sort of an illness or that they know and they've got that inner knowing and that feeling that their body needs that full system reset. And I was like, this might actually really help people. So I've brought it forward and here we go. We're going to dive into the episode. Now, I first also want to say just as a disclaimer before we dive in that this type of fasting at this level, it can actually be very dangerous to your system. So there are two books that Renee recommends from Arnold Errett within this podcast episode. Please do go and read them. If if this is something that you are considering, they are definitely recommended reading so that you actually know a lot more about it so that you can educate yourself a lot more deeply because fasting at this level can be dangerous. And this is something that it's not a quick fix. It's not a, I just want to drop 10 kilos. So I'm just going to dive in and do this master fast system. It's about a transformational life change for the greater good in your health and 
and vitality. So let's dive in because I know that you guys, this was definitely one of my most requested podcast guests. You guys had so many questions. You were so curious and as was I, so I can absolutely relate, but pretty incredible. Day 73 of no food, like and still thriving at her optimal health, if not better than she has been before. So let's dive in and and chat with her about it. Thank you for listening to Soulful, the podcast. That was an absolutely incredibly inspiring podcast. And thank you so much again, Renee, for joining me on that. Now, for those of you that are wanting a reading with myself, please know that you can find me over on Instagram. I'll put my information over in the show notes. And if you're wanting to reach out to Renee, I'll also pop her Instagram, which is in a key. And you can go and find her if you're already following me by just typing in a key uh, into my followers or who I'm following and she should pop up straight away for you. But as always, one of the most beautiful things in life is connection. It was such an honor to be able to connect with you all in this way today. And please like and share and subscribe and follow to the podcast. It does make a difference. I'll see you all next time. Thank you.